This is Camp Code, another innovative podcast brought to you by Camp Hacker. Camp Code is dedicated to helping you create and facilitate the most effective leadership training so we as an industry can raise the bar for professionalism and preparedness of our staff. You can find our show notes and our blog for camp leaders and directors at camphacker.tv. I'm Patty, and today I am very excited to have some of the women from the Women in Camping Summit here with me, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Hey, everybody. My name is Ruby Compton, and I'm the Chief Exploration Officer for Ruby Outdoors, which is a company I started this year. Uh, and I am the, I like to call myself the movement pusher and nudger in this, uh, in this group here. I'm Beth Allison. I am a consultant. I work for uh, Camp Hacker and Go Camp Pro and do a podcast uh, with Ruby and Gabrielle Rail called Camp Code. And I am big on building community and really intentional leadership. Awesome. Thanks for being here. It's my pleasure. I am Colette Marquardt. I'm the Executive Director of the American Camp Association, Illinois, um, and we are- Why you tell us all, where did the idea for the summit come from? I'd love to know. Yeah, sure. So uh, it has been a little crazy, especially in the States, politically, I'd say is one thing. And, <laughs> what? and we've, had big, we've had some big social media movements, right? We had Me Too happen, we had Time's Up happen, and Time's Up was bubbling up, and, and if you don't know about Time's Up, it's it's discussing um, equitable pay and, and equitable workspaces and how one of the things that really sparked it was finding out that there are female actresses who are making significantly less than what their male counterparts were making for very similar lead roles, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of that really like bubbled up while we were at the ACA National Conference. And there was a lot of conversation um, this this February about what was going on in um, in the world, right? And feeling like we needed some space to talk about that stuff. So at the ACA National Conference, um, I feel like we, there wasn't an opportunity to really have these conversations in a formal setting uh, because it all bubbled up, you know, bef- uh, after all the presentation proposals had gone in and the program had been planned. And so a lot of these conversations were happening informally. What does it look like for equal pay in the campaign industry for women? Um, what does it look like to really have an equitable workspace? Um, and camping's really interesting because traditionally there have been a lot of female leaders and because it's childcare, because it's education, because it's youth development, and those are fields that you typically have females um, who are heavily involved. But you also have this intersection of the outdoor industry and some of your early camps, you know, they're putting women in canoes long before you saw that widespread across um, the culture and and in society. So there's just some really interesting pieces about where camp is and where we operate within camp and what's going on in the rest of society. And I think people are really ready to have some of these conversations. And so we wanted to create a space for these conversations to happen. And honestly, that was kind of where we were. We had a dinner conversation talking about all these things, about Time's Up, about Me Too, about camp and feeling frustrated and and how to talk about this, and when do we talk about it, and how do we get allies, and um, Colette was like, let's do it. <laughs> she said, ACA Illinois is behind it, let's make it happen, and so then it was happening, and, and I think that's the power of women in camp right there, and so I'm really thrilled to see how it all plays out. <laughs> Amazing, I'm so excited. So Kim, tell us a little bit of the logistics stuff. When is it? Where is it? How can people, you know, how can they get there? (laughs) Yeah. So the conference is um, 
Wednesday, November 7th through Friday, November 9th. It's three days. Um, it's hosted by our friends at Pheasant Run Resort, um, which is in St. Charles, Illinois. Um, it's about 45 minutes away from our main airport, which is O'Hare Airport. Um, but, you know, it's not a bad drive to get there. And it's a great, great little like quaint hotel, which I think is really great. Awesome. So Colette, who, who should be registering for this? Who's kind of our, your target, uh, target group of people here? That's a great question. All female identifying people in camp or care about camp. What I'm really excited about this event is that we're really looking at an intergenerational, intersectional mm. uh, community. And so there will be women who have been in the field for a long time, they're retired attending, and there will be women who are just starting out in their early 20s attending and everybody in between. And so whether you're an executive, you're a program director, you're a frontline staff, if you care about camp, you want to be a part of camp professionally, maybe as I said, you're just getting into it, you know, we encourage you to come. And so it's, it's open to everybody. There'll be sessions uh, for everybody and mentoring opportunities for everybody. Okay. That sounds uh, all, so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about that piece, about having a variety of people attending. Amazing. So Beth, as someone who's attending, what can what can I or, or someone like me um, expect to see and to do when I'm there? I think one of the things that we've done most in our conversations that we've had every week since February um, <laughs> has been to make sure we have lots of opportunities to make people feel really comfortable, to ask lots of questions, to put uh, things out there that may be difficult for us to work through uh, and things that we know we might not have solutions for in 2018. Mm. Um, but we really wanted to create lots of different opportunities for workshops, for sharing, for learning, uh, for gathering in small groups, large groups, um, just a lot of time together that we can really spend and share and feel incredibly safe in doing so. So we've chosen to call it a summit and not a conference because we want a call to action. We want the group of women who come together to decide what it is we're going to do to make our industry better, to elevate our industry more, to lift each other up more uh, in the year that goes between the first summit and the second summit. So we have lots of different ideas and we're hoping um, that people really find a space where they feel that they belong and that their voices are heard. Amazing. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so excited. So what are, <laughs> what are you guys excited about? What's the, I guess, the biggest thing that each of you are most excited about for the summit? I'll start us off. I think one of the things I'm really excited about is just the opportunity to have a little bit of this like release of the pressure valve. It does feel like there's a lot of tension and frustration and how often I say, yeah, I'm doing some work on women in the camping industry and, and what our future is. And people go, yes, <laughs> right? like I just have this moment where it's just like, yes, we need that. I didn't even know we needed it, but we need it. Mm. And so I'm really excited to see what comes of that and to give people that space and that opportunity to, to just live in that world and play in that world and talk and, and just maybe release some of the, the tension and the challenges and the frustrations that they're carrying with them and, and help kind of share that and diffuse it um, and, and walk away feeling much more empowered. Yes. Beth, how about you? I think one of the things I'm most excited about is just to be in a room full of women for three days where 
there's really nothing that's not on the table for discussion and where we can feel that we can ask some of those questions or uh, sort of share that information. So I think it's that, you know, like we rise and fall together. So we want to do this together. So there's nothing more powerful to me than a group of people who are dedicated to a cause. And I think giving us that opportunity to become dedicated to helping women in the industry and future staff members and, you know, our current campers and all of that. So we've got lots of, there's a discussion time called shattering the ceiling, for example, that I'm excited about because we get to have those opportunities to dream and then to talk about how we actually actualize that and make it reality. So I'm excited for the power of women to see what we can do. So cool. Colette, how about you? What are you excited about? excited about the different women that are coming as we see registrations coming in. Um, it, it's it energizing to see the different women that are coming from all over the country, of the U.S., Canada, um, all different positions, women that I look and still look up to and call on a regular basis for mentorship, and women that I've been mentoring, and, and just as I spoke earlier about that intergenerational approach that there are just women coming out of the woodwork um, to be a part of this because as Ruby mentioned like it, there is this call to action and and the need for a space to talk about these things so what you're saying is I'm going to be fangirling like crazy <laughs> yeah yeah I, am. Anyway. <laughs> I think we all are yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure, awesome. for sure. Yeah. how about you Kim what are you most excited about yeah, I think I am most excited as a young professional in this field to get an opportunity to not only be a part of this in the planning area, but to get some of my own professional development. I think it's something that I didn't even realize I was hungry for, this um, need to have women sharing their stories, sharing their knowledge. I mean, it's something that is missing and I'm excited to kind of get my cup filled by all these amazing women. Oh, I love that. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I love that. So Colette, what do you hope that people will take away from the summit? I hope that when people leave the summit that they, as mentioned, they feel filled with empowerment and knowledge and a voice to use to continue uh, their work in camp. Mm -hmm. I hope that it sparks a, a sense of courage in women in camp to speak up to whether it's in their workplace or in camp in general or in the world outside of camp too. I also hope that women leave with a support system. I think that's something that we do really well in camp, right? We develop relationships, we develop mm -hmm. community, and this is a way to really develop an intentional community and build good relationships with other women in the, in the profession that, will, that can help us uh, years down. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Ruby, what about you? What do you hope people will take away from it? Yeah, just to echo everything that Colette said, all of that, right? The mentorship, the opportunity to get to know a lot of people who are interested in talking about these topics. I think sometimes I've had the experience of being like, you know, we should be talking about women's pay in the industry. And there are people who are like, it's fine. I don't want to talk about it. It's like, <laughs> okay, well, you're not sold yet. So I need to have this conversation with somebody else, but I'm going to get you in. <laughs> and, so, and, 
and I also think that there are many people, not just women, who are working in the camping industry or kind of a lone ranger, right? Like they're the one person in the in the office on their own, or mm -hmm. they are very remote at their location. And so providing them a community and we're going to have lots of opportunity for small group discussion and kind of a core group that will be a group you go back to and reflect with periodically throughout the conference. And we're going to provide ways for folks to stay in touch afterwards. And so really, like let's said, building up that network. And I just can't echo the voice piece enough. I read a book recently that really was, I don't know, made this statement that I think is really powerful, which uh, was said by one of our former presidents to a female who was in the room, um, one of his advisors, and she was tentative about offering her opinion. And he basically said to her, you're in the room. And because you're in the room, you, you have a voice and it is part of your job to use that voice. Mm. And so I just really hope that folks who are coming away from this summit will feel that confidence of like, you are in the room, you are in the room that you are in and you have a right to stand up and say what you need to say and move things and not just say, oh, well, that's just always a boy's activity and kind of roll your eyes and say, we're never going to fix that, you know, or change that. And fix is not a fair word. But so I, I'm just really looking forward to that piece. And then another like secret hope of mine uh, is to, for us to begin the conversation about, you know, is there a possibility for there to be like a women in camp endorsement for future professional development events? You know, is there, cool. what is it that women want to see in professional development events but aren't there yet? And then can we put out some guidelines down the line that the national conference can say, we are a women in camp endorsed conference. And whether that's, you know, we have so many speakers or we have this kind of topic or, you know, whatever else. That's a conversation that I don't think we're going to solve it at this summit, but I want that conversation to start so that this isn't just the summit, that it is much bigger than that. Hi, everybody. It's Beth. Hi there. It's Gabrielle. Hey there. It's Ruby. And the three of us love talking about staff training and sharing ideas on our podcast and at conferences. When I was a camp director, I had lots of awesome ideas about training. And then the spring got away from me in the hustle of prepping for the summer. And I didn't have enough time to implement all those fantastic ideas. So beginning in January, we are offering a course called Designing Staff Training, a masterclass with the co-hosts of Camp Code. This course will be a combination of weekly video calls with new content from Beth, Gab, and me, as well as a laid out excuse to spend time thinking about and working on training throughout the spring. Over the 12-week course, participants will share ideas with one another, be held accountable to a timeline for planning training, and have a one-on-one -on -one call with one of the hosts of the podcast. Whether your staff training is due for a makeover or you are embarking on your first staff training design, this course promises to bring you together with other innovative camp leaders across the country to help you lay the groundwork for the smoothest summer yet. There are few things that I love more than intentional leadership training. I just can't wait to work with you. Visit gocamp.pro slash camp code to find out how to register for this course. really excited and looking forward to that piece of it because, uh, again, I think it'll be just a, a way for women to connect a little bit better um, and to have opportunities to learn from each other uh, even more than we do at all the other great conferences that uh, the ACA and the CCA put on uh, throughout the year. Oh, cool. That is really cool. I think especially um, as someone, I tend to be a little bit shy, you know, in, in those big groups. Mm -hmm. And so if... Um, yeah, I know there's a small core that kind of is going to be able to, I'll, I'll be able to have a meal with them or something. That's kind of nice. It's comforting. Yeah. Awesome. Anything else? Any other scoops? <laughs> 
I was going to say that we have a lot of really cool sessions uh, coming to this conference. Um, I think some of the topics that I can speak to are talking about the Me Too, Me Too movement and what that means for leadership. I think, Patty, you're leading one on the imposter syndrome, and I'm so excited about that one because I really <laughs> struggle with like <laughs> the <laughs> imposter syndrome. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't wait to be sitting in that one. <laughs> No pressure, um, I think, <laughs> yeah, no big deal. I'll just keep watching. <laughs> um, negotiating, that's something that I really struggle with as well. I mean, and I think a lot of people do, um, you know, self-esteem, feminism, um, talking about self-care, what being mentored means. I think there's just a lot of really good content and I'm excited to for people to see kind of um, and get to start to like look on our website about what all is coming for them because I think it's incredible. Awesome. Okay. Thank you guys for sharing that. Right. So Kim, how can, so people are listening. They're so excited. They're like, sign me up right now. <laughs> I want to go. How do they do that? Yeah. They can go to our website. Um, our website is ACAIL.org and they can click on the tab that says women in camp summit and there'll be all sorts of information. Uh, our keynote speakers are on there, how to register is on there, a schedule that's fully packed of those three days. You can find hotel information, sponsors who are supporting this incredible um, event. It's just, there, there's plenty there for you to get all excited and uh, yeah, get ready for the conference. Yeah, I was just gonna add that there's also a deadline to register. Oh yeah. Because we um, are, there's a lot of work with that village piece and preparing, you wanna be very prepared for all of our attendees. So what is the deadline, Kim? October 1st. Yeah. Ooh, October 1st, that's coming up soon, people. Yes, it is. <laughs> hurry, hurry, hurry. <laughs> we got to register, and I'll make sure to link all yeah. of that in the show notes. And so, Colette, I've been seeing a little bit on social media about some fundraising and scholarships. Do you want to speak to that a little? Yeah, so we are, uh, we want to make this accessible to everybody that uh, is female identifies in camp that wants to attend, but it does cost money to run this event. And it's the first time we're running it, so we're learning a lot as we go. Um, we're being very frugal and keeping our costs as low as possible. Um, but again, we have many women that want to come but are struggling to find the ways to pay for it, especially the registration fees. So we have started a summit ship fund, um, and it's basically, you know, we're looking for donations and funding to help so we can offer sliding scale and financial assistance to those that, that couldn't otherwise afford to attend. So all that money raised for the summit ship fund will go to putting this event on and every dollar, every dollar helps. It's five dollars, ten dollars. Um, perhaps you can't attend this year but you want to help support the cause and keep this going uh, so you can come back next year. You know, if you can donate a little bit. Um, I made a donation in honor of um, a great uh, woman, Marcy Brower, that mentored me in camp and in my role. And so it's also a great way to, to pay it forward, I think, especially as uh, as women in our field to, to kind of do what we can to help support each other. Oh, what a lovely idea. I love yeah. that. That's awesome. And to, I don't think we've mentioned yet, but the cost of the, the summit is $300. And that uh, actually includes some meals. So if you've ever gone to a conference and you're like, yeah, but you have to pay for the conference and meals and all that stuff. Um, so many of your lunches and dinners are covered in that. 
And then the hotel's running a pretty good rate for us too. So we're happy to also help. And, and we have a Facebook group if you need help finding a roommate, things like that. We're happy to help get you linked up and, and make it cost effective for anybody who wants to be there. So there's, we're trying to really like help a sister out. And if you want to be there, we want to be able to, to get you there. And hopefully in these next couple of weeks, you'll see some resources coming out on our Facebook page about, you know, how to ask your boss to pay for this and oh, cool. um, things like that to, to help support you and get in there. Cool. I love that. You're paying for my lunch and giving me new friends to have lunch with. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for speaking to all of that. Are there any kind of final thoughts that you want to add before my last question? I think I just want to add that this is, has been such a positive experience for me personally to get involved in this kind of grassroots movement. And it just shows what a few women can do when we put our mind to something and we want to work together. And uh, so a big thank you to not only the women on this committee, but all of the women that we have each individually contacted and said, hey, we're having this summit. What do you think? Do you want to speak? And then things just started to flood in and people were excited. And they're like, what do you need? How can we help? What can we do? And so it was that sort of outpouring of we, we understand what, what's trying to be done here and how do we help and how do we be a part of it? And just the offering of these are the gifts I have. What, do you want, what can you do with them has been really amazing to me. So I'm incredibly grateful for that. That's been a really uh, important part of this journey for me as we start on the countdown towards the summit, which gives me a little yeah. bit of competition, but you know, <laughs> it'll all get done. <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> and I think that that is such a great uh, transition to, into speaking about what we're grateful for. I really like to end off the podcast with what everybody's grateful for. So Beth, since you were so eloquent in, in <laughs> that, why don't you start us off? I think I'm grateful for um, definitely the women on this committee who, as we did sit around a, a table in downtown Disney in February uh, <laughs> at the ACA and, and talked about dreaming about this conference. And it was Colette who just said, let's do it. And all of a sudden we were in it. And then we were really in it. And uh, everybody just went, okay, let's do it. So it was that willingness to just, uh, we see a need, we want to help fill it, and we can't do it alone but we want to be a part of a group of people that facilitates that happening for the rest of us um, as a community of women. Mm. No wonder this is all so special and wonderful. You come up with it at Disney. <laughs> Are you kidding? Exactly. It's <laughs> where dreams we come true. Awesome. <laughs> Colette, how about you? What are you grateful for today? I am uh, similar to, I'm grateful for this planning group. Um, it is very grassroots. I'm grateful to be in this position of being able to be a part of something so special and unique that is growing into something that I think we, when we were sitting at the table, we're all hoping it would, but to see it actually happening, I'm grateful for all the people that have continued to help spread the word, be involved, and call us and say, what can we do to help? Because uh, these kind of movements don't happen unless everybody participates. And mm -hmm. the amount of participation is just um, sometimes overwhelming, um, but really exciting. Awesome. How about you, Kim? I would say I'm grateful for this committee as well. I think that they're just such an awesome team and I'm, I'm learning so much from them. Um, I would also speak to, I'm grateful that this is something that 
is even happening for women. And um, as I spoke to you before, as a young professional, like I didn't even know that these are things that I was missing in my professional development. And mm -hmm. the fact that you're, we're putting something like this together, that people who have um, a lot of experience are willing to share their knowledge and experience to all of, all of, all of us. And then um, just what that means for the future generations and finding that voice um, and giving that voice to the future generations in camping. Um, I think it's just, there's, what isn't there to be grateful for? <laughs> <laughs> right. So true. Go on forever. <laughs> And Ruby, mm -hmm. what about you? What are you grateful for today? Uh, this may sound a little strange, but I'm grateful for technology because yeah. as kind of ridiculous and obnoxious as it can be sometime and, and the problems that it does cause, you know, the fact that I can connect with these, this awesome group of, of women, you know, once a week, you know, and it's like we're all talking in the same room. It, it's so awesome and that we're able to get the word out across social media and that it can become an international conference very quickly, you know, mm. that's so cool. And so, you know, it's, it's one of those like, use your powers for good. Um, <laughs> I, I, and I'm also looking forward to being able to use technology to bring this message and what's going on at the summit to folks who aren't able to attend. Um, and because like we said, we don't want this to just kind of be this isolated thing. We want this to be kind of one of those touchstones in this movement and, and in the camping industry. Um, but that if you're not there, you still feel like you have a part in it and that you're up to date with what the conversations are. And I think technology is going to play a really big role in that, um, as well as those, those connections that are made and people staying in touch afterwards. So, um, it's something I'm grateful for. Amazing. I think if I could add that we're probably all really grateful to you and yeah, for yeah. you um, for also helping us to get this message out and talk about it, not just saying, hey, I'm willing to come to this summit and, and share what I know and, and uh, some of the things that I've learned, but also that, uh, you know, as part of your podcast, you want to get this message out too. Um, and that's been really fun for us today to be able to talk about it. We've been working on it uh, so much since February uh, because at the time when we sat around the table, all of us but Colette thought we were talking about 2019. <laughs> and then Colette's like, nah, -uh. Let, like, let's do it now. And Amazing. we went, okay. Um, so, you know, it's, it's just nice for us to have this opportunity to chat with you and vocalize some of the things that we've all been thinking, but haven't really necessarily shared with each other. So it's kind of nice to hear it in this podcast, I think, too. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. And I am super grateful for women, for you guys individually, but also women like you who are doers. You guys are doers. Like, Colette, you're a doer. She's a doer. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's one thing well, to, like, sit around and say, hey, wouldn't it be great? Or, you know, someday maybe. But, like, you guys just took the reins and, and made this happen. And that's not only, you know, beneficial to those of us who get to attend, but also super inspirational. So thank you. Uh, I, you know, I'm super grateful for people like you guys, because you inspire the rest of us to go, oh, I should really get off my butt and do the things I, I want to do. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> uh, amazing, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Please remember, no other industry shares its best practices the way summer camps do. If you use an idea heard on a Camp Hacker podcast, please be professional and give credit where credit is due. The Camp Code is brought to you by Beth and Travis Allison, Summer Camp Leadership Training and Marketing Consultants. 
Thanks for the listening, friends. Camp Hacker, bringing your world into focus. 